You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I'm your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore daddy app. So, um, the plans sort of got pushed to the side a little bit, and there will only be one podcast today because, um, the thought of, um, you know, sort of talking about Bart Starr in whatever capacity I'm going to be able to do so, and then doing another podcast in which we talk about I mean, let's face it, it's been relatively trivial this time of year. You know, formations and, uh, you know, check out Aaron Rodgers' facial expression at the three-minute mark. What do you think it means? I love it. It's why I have a podcast, but um, I, I, I would say it's wildly inappropriate to follow up um, a goodbye to Bart Star podcast with something like that. So uh, this is essentially going to be it. Now, I, I'll be 100% honest. I don't have any idea of what what exactly to say. I've thought it through in my mind, and it comes down to about a sentence or two. And I do have my own Bart Star story, which is very, very cool, and it's something that I've... Um, it's it's definitely one of my favorites. But anyways, um, we'll, we'll take our break right now, get it out of the way, I'll say what I have to say, and uh, that'll be it. As far as the schedule, um, the vacation's kind of winding down, but it's also getting to be uh, stressful. We've got some travel going on. We're going to go out to the East Coast a little bit. Sorry, West Coast. And then there's the packing and the driving back. So um, th- this, depending on how things go, this might be the last uh, podcast until the weekend. Uh, maybe I'll do it at the hotels. I don't really know. I-, I do intend to do makeup episodes, and I will get caught up. And again, never take anything I say very seriously because I change my mind a lot. But just just so you know, if you don't hear from me for a while, that's essentially what's going on. It's just getting to be a little bit too much, even the 20-minute episodes. So anyways, we're going to take our break and uh, jump right back in. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. So I think what I'll do is I'll start off with the story because it kind of just sets the tone for for what I'm thinking. 
when I was younger, um, we had a family friend, my grandparents did anyways, um, by the name of Paul. And he, I don't even exactly know what his job was, but at, for whatever reason, he had a position at the, um, the Lombardi Golf Tournament, the charity golf tournament. And I don't think I really appreciated how much of an opportunity I had, but I really look forward to that. Every summer, I'd, I, you know, I'm from Illinois, I would drive up to Wisconsin, sometimes spend summers with my grandparents, and uh, the family friend Paul would um, make my grandpa and one of his friends, you know, volunteers, and they would also make me a volunteer. Um, I don't think it even occurred to me at that time that usually volunteers have jobs. I did not, <laughs> I did not have a job, and I don't think my grandpa and, you know, whoever his friend may have been, uh, probably Bill, I won't use last names because it just seems weird, but uh, it seemed like their job was to drink beer and my job was to get autographs. But essentially we would sit at a hole and um, we would sit right at where the players would tee off and presumably we would just, you know, yell at somebody if they did something inappropriate, I don't know. But for the most part it was I got to wear a cool t-shirt, walk around with authority, and uh, ask football players for their autograph. Well, usually I didn't get all the super, you know, I never got Brett Favre's autograph. Um, I wanted to get Mark Chimura's autograph and I couldn't even get close. But a lot of other really cool ones, Willie Wood, and I, I got hats and, and programs filled with autographs. It was very, very cool. And uh, the one time in particular, Bart Starr comes through. And so I get in line with everybody else, and I'm the very, um, I think there's there's one person in front of me, and his security or whatever the, the, the guy was says, okay, this is the last autograph, no more. So I was the last guy in line, the next one up in the official cutoff. And I remember looking over at my Aunt Becky, and she was like, oh, no, you know, and it was just kind of like this kind of heartbreaking thing. And I, it, I was kind of uncomfortable getting the autographs anyways. I didn't really like it, but it was cool, and I felt kind of obligated, like, you got to do it. But I didn't really like bugging people and being kind of obnoxious that way. But uh, one of the guys came over that was with Bart Starr, and he said, um, you know, after he tees off, w w we can go over there and we'll get his autograph because you're a volunteer. And I thought, oh, that's awesome. So Bart Starr te tees off, and he just starts walking. <laughs> he just starts walking away, and I'm looking around like, "Where's that dude who said I was getting an autograph?" And I find him, and he just points at him and says, "Yeah, go ahead." So you got to picture this. There's there's hundreds, maybe thousands, but probably hundreds of people standing there who just watched him tee off, and are now watching him walk away. And then there's me, running after Bart Starr, down the the fairway or you know whatever you call it. And I'm, you know, as timid as I can be, you know, Mr. Star, excuse me, Mr. Star. And I must, I swear I said that like five or six times. And finally I kind of piped up and, excuse me, sir, Mr. Star. And he turns around and, it, you know, as nice as you could ever imagine, he says, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, young man. I, I just, I can't do that. You know, if I sign your autograph, then everybody starts chasing me down, <laughs> down the fairway here. And that's when uh, old Mr. Security decides to you know, show up after embarrassing me for the last five minutes in front of hundreds of people. And he says, oh, no, no, Mr. Star, he's a volunteer here. So again, in front of hundreds of people, Bart looks at me and he says, oh, thank you so much for, for what you're doing here. I really, really appreciate that. He signs the autograph and I walk back incredibly embarrassed, but uh, pretty excited as well. So I, I didn't really know, you know, I, obviously I know who Bart Star is, I didn't know his reputation for being a, a good person, but it was it was really nice because I, you know I don't know you know, occasionally you get autographs and people snarl at you and throw the thing back at you. Bar, uh, Brett Favre actually really really was not nice. I love Brett Favre and he was you know at, at that point he was the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. But I just remember him and his wife being very unfriendly, and I'm, I'm sure it's an annoying day. You get pestered. 
24-7, but I, I remember him yelling at people. It was kind of weird. But you don't know what's going to happen, and I just remember the way that he talked to me and um, how incredibly kind he was, especially when he thought I was just some obnoxious... Well, I technically I was some obnoxious kid just chasing him, but somebody told me to do it. But I, I definitely remember that. And it was very cool to be able to have, you know, as opposed to just being one of a line of, you know, probably thousands of, of people getting in line signing autographs at every single hole... You know, I got to uh, get his autograph in front of a big audience, and that was very, very, very cool. But I, I think the biggest reason that that was really cool is after I found out what had happened, um, the first thing I thought is, okay, so what I'm supposed to do now is go over his history. You know, he from Alabama, played at Alabama, you know, plays for the Packers, Lombardi puts him in after a couple years. He's not super great, but Lombardi believes in him, all that kind of stuff. But for me... The thing about Bart Starr that separates him from everybody else has nothing to do with football. And I know that seems silly, and that's probably not the case for everybody, but it really was awesome because I just saw that he had passed away. I didn't really go into Twitter or anything. I just kind of thought about it, processed it a little bit. And as I started going through, I saw very, very little about his football career. I mean, it was mentioned in passing, but almost everybody talked about his character. And when you consider what he's done as a football player, that is unbelievable. One of the most legendary football players of all time just passed away, and all anybody wants to talk about is how great of a human being he is. And I really think that that's sort of what separates, and I, I don't want to sound as though I don't care when people pass away. It's always a sad thing. But I will say it's very unusual that I would get emotional about somebody that I don't know passing away. But what separates Bart Starr from me and some of the other Packers legends that have passed on isn't the amount of championships he won, the fact that he was a quarterback or any of that stuff. It was the life that he led. He just lived life the right way. And it's funny, too, because even if you don't know, and I, you know, I obviously don't know him, but if you didn't know about his reputation, there's something about the way that he, he carries himself and the way that he talks and just something about him. He is just so filled with genuineness and kindness and, and everything else. You know, I, I just watched little clips of things that he had said over the years or done over the years. And when you just hear him talk, it's just, it feels different. I think it's a lot. Um, and it's hard to hear about his passing because he represents more than, um, more than the Packers and, and more than just football. He's somebody that you want to, to live your life as just as a human being. He's somebody that you look at and you just want to shield your eyes because you realize how much of a failure of a person you are. Because, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know him that well and I can't say in every facet of life. And I'm fortunate enough to have, have known lots of, I shouldn't say lots, but there have been several people, including my grandfather, including the family friend Paul, including my grandma, lots of people. The best people, I feel like, are the ones that take all your excuses away. And we love excuses. My, my generation, and, and I, I know there's a lot of great people. I'm not going to make this generational, although it seems as though there's some component to it. But we love excuses. Well, I can't because of this. I can't because of that. It's too hard. There's not enough time in the day. Well, they don't treat me right. I don't have the right opportunities. I wasn't given this, blah, blah, blah. It's people like Bart Starr that it, it doesn't matter. He didn't even become the, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers because he was the best quarterback. But he just did everything at 100%. And again, he just did it the right way. You know, I hear stories about some of the guys on the football team didn't really know about him. 
thought he might be a little bit soft because he was so nice. And later on went on to, you know, get his face smashed in and get stitches in his face and go right back out and play. Not because he's a sociopath like some football players who, <laughs> who enjoy pain and inflicting pain on people, but because it was just, it's his job. And there's just something so awesome. It almost seems supernatural. And I think that's sort of the shameful part about it, is the fact that, at least for me, when I look at somebody like Bart Starr, I think that that's magic because it's just impossible. For someone to look at, at things as being so black and white as far as this is right and this is wrong, so why wouldn't you just stand on the right side? I can treat people well or I can treat people poorly, and I'm going to treat people well. And in, in my mind, that's, that's magic. You know, I, I saw the short video of Bart Starr when he was in, in pretty bad shape, but he wanted to read the letter that he had written to Aaron Rodgers, and, and also there was another video of, of Aaron Rodgers talking about when he had taken over the job and how um, Bart and his wife had, had written him not a letter, letters, which is endearing in and of itself, not a phone call, not having a representative do this out of the other, a handwritten letter, excuse me, handwritten letters to Aaron Rodgers to speak encouragingly. And I just think about that because I, I think about, and I, I was a supporter of Aaron Rodgers, but it was a supporter because I thought he was going to be a good quarterback. And I think about how my friends acted. I think about how, if you watch the video of how people in Wisconsin, people in Green Bay acted, that's the contrast. I look at the videos of, of the people in Green Bay and I, I you know, same with, with uh, you know, when Brett left, how certain people acted. Some people hated the Packers. Some people, like me, were angry at Brett Favre. Good, get out of here. And you just look at the way that he acted and the way that he treated people. And it wasn't, it's, it's, not, it's not weakness. It's not softness. It's, it's like a strength that I've never known in my life. It's as though he doesn't have that thing that just pulls you to doing the wrong thing, that thing that's pulling me every second of every day. And by the way, that's one of those excuses I was talking about when I said there was a thing pulling me. And again, I'm, I'm very glad to have known other people that are that, are that way, my, my grandpa in particular. And I think that's also part of what, what makes a day like today. You know, it's, it's sad, but it's also, you know, it, I don't want to necessarily call it happy. But you, you want to celebrate and be happy that he, he lived such a great life. Because all that gets left behind. You know, the, the good and the bad gets left behind. And, and, and again, he just he did it the right way. There's nothing else to say. We all got to go sometime. It's unfortunate I will never have lived as good a life as Bart Starr. But it's happy and it's sad. And, and, and part of the, again, the reason that it's sad is because he represents more than football. He represents a way of being. He represents certain people that I know and have known. People a lot better than me. And I'm, I'm, I think we're all very lucky and should spend more time looking to people like Bart Starr. Because as I said, it, it doesn't take much. You know, one little video and watching the way that he acts and the way that he carries himself. And it kind of changes my outlook on things. And I, I think I need to spend more time looking to people like that. And, and we should all be grateful, um, you know, a, again, that he was a Green Bay Packer. There, there, there never has been and there never will be a better representative of the Green Bay Packers. And in, in, in a way, as much as there have been shameful things that have been done in Green Bay, um, if the Packers and their fan base has a reputation, it, it's sort of that way. And um, I, I want things to kind of stay that way. I, I want to be seen as a fan base that's, that's the, that, that is that way, a, a, a group of people in a culture that is that way, hospitable and friendly, good-natured. I want the Packers to be that way, and I'm very, very glad that we have a GM 
and a head coach and, and a coaching staff that is dedicated to, to trying to bring that in because it does matter. When you see people like Jair who go on the field and, as I've said several times, is not afraid to punch a guy in the throat, but then you listen to him in interviews and is the most genuine, kind person you've ever heard, or, or Jamal, who is a violent, violent runner, but is just the happiest, funniest dude. Again, not that I know these guys personally, but we've seen the interaction. Uh, Dexter, who's a new addition to the running back room, seems to be a really, really good guy. I, I appreciate that they're doing that because it matters. It matters on and off the field. Obviously, we care the most about on the field. We want you guys to win championships, and it does impact that, but off the field as well. While some teams have you know, football players getting involved in, in horrific things because they decided, well, you know, we'll draft a guy that broke a woman's jaw in the second round because that makes it seem like we have more moral character. You know, the Green Bay Packers are letting that guy slide. That's the right thing to do. So, anyways, it is very, very exciting that, um, it's exciting and it's great that, that Bart Starr was given the opportunity by Vince Lombardi. It seems like if, if Vince hadn't come, we never would have seen him. And, um, that would have been a real shame because, again, he offers so much off the field. And, and his, his family has obviously been impacted by that in a great way, but it's great for me and for you. It's great for Aaron Rodgers and even Brett Favre as somebody to look to as an ideal, you know, because I, I don't think Brett is quite there, but it's, it's somebody that he can look at. It's somebody that Aaron can look at. It's somebody that I can look at as a standard, as somebody who does not have excuses. He just does the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And it's fantastic, in my opinion, that he left that legacy. It's also great that he has all the, the championships and, and all those kinds of things, which, again, as monumental as that is, Tom Brady is the only more decorated quarterback in the entire NFL, and I think that that is secondary to what he has left behind because of his character. And it's in moments like these that that's when that comes out, right? If, if you know, prior to this, when somebody talks about Bart Starr, Granted, his health has been failing, so maybe that's what the news would have been about. But largely, it's about, you know, it's, it's about the greatest team, the, the Packers team and Lombardi. And, but when it, when it really boils down to what's important in, in moments like this after Bart Starr's passing, what really comes out in people is their memory of his character. That's how it was for me. I'm sure that's how it was for a lot of you, and that's how it is for, for several people that we see, you know, on Twitter and everywhere else. The Ice Bowl is a great memory. The championships are fantastic. The legendary status of the Green Bay Packers, when people talk about the history of the Green Bay Packers, a large part of what they're talking about is the, the Bart Starr era. But he obviously left a lot more than that, and it would be um, it would be wrong not to, to highlight that. So anyways, uh, not much of a football podcast, I acknowledge that, but I guess I selfishly wanted to use my platform as a way to kind of say goodbye my own way, and thank you. Hopefully when we wake up tomorrow, we'll be one step closer to the Bart Star standard. Anyways, again, I'll, I'll try to sneak on here if I get the opportunity, but if not, um, I'll just be doubling down starting this weekend. Hope you guys enjoy your week. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.